Once again, today we are visiting with the president of WirePoints, online at wirepoints.org. They are a group that takes a critical eye to Illinois' finances, and we're thankful that Ted Dabrowski is joining with us today. Ted, thanks for the time. Uh, hey, thanks, Will, for having me. Press release came out on Wednesday, headline, Illinoisans suffer as property tax bills grow far faster than household incomes and home values. Uh, Why is this particular issue, which is on the front of many people's minds, important to highlight uh, today? Well, it's, uh, it's a tough time in Illinois. People are making all kinds of decisions about where to live. Uh, We know that uh, with COVID, the digital world uh, uh, opened up the world to every, you know, you can can live anywhere you want right now, practically for for some jobs, obviously not for all. And so, um, you know, people have been looking at where home values growing, where people's nest eggs growing, where are people's home values stagnant, uh, where are people paying too much for services they're not getting. And, uh, you know, any way you cut the numbers in Illinois, it's really expensive to live here when you're talking about property taxes. And uh, most people are starting to feel like they're just not getting the value, especially with, with the crime the way it is across the state. So um, add up all those things, and it's, it's something very important to people, especially when, um, when they can start thinking about where to live. Yes, and the property tax is so varied across the country that people can see other examples of things being done in other states that seem to have their house in order uh, much more so than Illinois does. And so it's not like everybody is living under the same situation and people can easily Google search these sorts of things these days. And there's no question that comparatively to say 1990, Illinois uh, property tax burden has no doubt increased for the average Illinois resident. Well, yeah. So, you know, we went back 30 years because back in 1991, they passed a, a, um, a property tax kind of a limitation on how fast how fast governments could raise money for for government and it was supposedly meant to slow down the growth in in property taxes but we looked and we just looked at the property tax levies the levies that amount that uh, state local local governments raise across the state and uh, the amount they've been raising when you do it on a per household basis has grown twice as fast as people's incomes and so more and more people's incomes have to go to pay property taxes and uh, that's what's made it so punitive to the point now where we pay the highest property taxes in the country. And, um, you, know, it, it, you know, paying property taxes is one thing, but it also impacts your home values because the bigger your taxes are, everything else equal, the less your home value can go up. And that's where people have their nest eggs. So we've had the third worst home value appreciation in the country over the last 20 years. So it hurts in all kinds of ways. Well, my wife and I looked at a home a couple of years ago. It was in the perfect neighborhood. It was everything that we wanted. We were a family that we knew we were going to be growing our family. We now have one-year-old twin boys. But that home simply, we could have afforded it. But when you baked in the property taxes, there's no way. And I'm not unhappy with the home that we ended up purchasing. But that scenario plays itself out all across the state of Illinois for young, growing families. And those are the type of people that, you you know, states covet, that, that you want to keep here. 
Well, you know, and, and it, it's really easy to figure out how much cheaper they are if you're, if you're closer to the border, too. You know, Indiana pays half. You know, the, if you look at the property tax bill as a percentage of your home value in Indiana, they're half as much as they are in, in Illinois. And in Kentucky, they're about a third, um, you know, when you look at it on a percentage basis. So it's, it's just much cheaper. So you can get, you know, the same amount of home and uh, you might get some other things as well. When you move to those other states, uh, you know, some of, the, some of them are zero income tax states. You're, you're seeing a lot of people move to Texas, to, to Tennessee, to Florida. Um, and, yeah, you, you get a lot more than just taxes. You have growing economies, growing populations uh, that are thriving. Ted, one thing, too, that I know from my side of the aisle or my, my perspective, I guess a better way to put it, as a mayor in Murfreesboro, every year as a municipal government, we have to set our property tax levy. And, you know, you could set it up to an increase of 4.9% without having to have what's called a truth in taxation hearing, where the public has to be notified and then people could, you know, be... Uh, awareness would have to be raised about a government raising property taxes. And it's always been my perspective as mayor that we're going to look at our budget and we're going to say if we have to raise property taxes 1.3% so that we could honestly have a balanced budget, we'll do that. But most governments across the state of Illinois will always raise it 4.9% to get as much as they can without having to have those truth and taxation hearings. It's something most everyday residents in this uh, state don't really understand how that works. Yeah, you know, the, the, the laws will, will put some limits on it, but um, like you say, most governments just say, hey, listen, if we don't take the, if we don't increase it to the maximum amount we can now, we'll lose that money forever, right? We don't get it into our, our budget. And, you know, this this is how these costs, these, these taxes compound themselves, right? They go up three, five percent a year. And, you know, over time, it's just a lot. Um, so, yeah, that you're absolutely right. Too many of our governments, you know, just do that. And, you know, Governor Pritzker even said that in his 2020 State of the Union speech. He said he didn't like how governments did that. He was going to control that. Uh, but if you look at his the tax commission he created, um, you know, they couldn't agree on anything. They actually never came out with a final report. And, uh, you know, his, his promise to bring down property taxes was a flop. Um, if anything, that the legislature uh, and, and the bills the governor signed have only increased property taxes. So it's it's been a, a bad, it's been bad, and it's getting worse. We're visiting with Ted Dabrowski today. He is the president of WirePoints. You can find them online at wirepoints.org. They're in the fight to fix Illinois. Ted, do you mind if I ask you a political question? No, please. Uh, of course, the Republican primary is just a month away. Has WirePoints or does WirePoints take a position on uh, rating candidates or saying one candidate might be better than another? Well, we're a 501c3, so we can't politic. We can't uh, take positions and endorse candidates. So what we do is we focus on policies. And, of course, we might say, you know, who's pursuing a good policy or or a policy that they put out is bad or good. Um, but, you know, we, we can't we can't get into, like, that's the candidate you should vote for. Uh, have you seen any policies proposed by any of the candidates that you think uh, are particularly good? Well, I can name a few, and you know, this is this is how I've been saying it. Um, look, Illinois isn't a huge mess, and and I think, well, I think many people recognize that, and and sadly, many people who've recognized that have left the state. But the ones who are here, uh, many of them know that we can't just keep doing the same thing we've been doing. Madigan may be gone, but the machine is still there, so. 
I argue that we need not incremental. We don't need small, little incremental things because they don't they don't really fix things. We need bold change, and so we need bold pension reform. Uh, you know, if 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 a candidate is not willing to talk about pension reform, I argue um, he he or she. Um, <laughs> isn't serious about fixing Illinois. If they're not, if that willing to talk strongly about the power of the unions and how the unions and, and the collective bargaining agreements are pushing up property taxes, then they may not be worthy of being governor. Um, so, so I've seen a few, a few things out there. Uh, you know, Darren Bailey was, was one who actually put an amendment. He's proposed an amendment to, to reform uh, pensions, uh, to take on the pension amendment clause in the constitution right now that doesn't allow reform he wants to change that so that was bold um you know i've seen some some things coming on on education reform from sullivan he's he's talked strongly about uh you know school choice so so there are some good policies out there the question is you know who's holistic enough about about all the bold changes and and uh, you know how strongly do they run on them well, we appreciate you being with us today, Ted, to visit with us for a moment on this property tax issue and comment on this uh, June 28th primary and some of the policies being proposed by the candidates. Is there anything else coming up over the horizon for wire points uh, this summer that you think is important to talk about? Well, you know, we're talking a lot about crime. And, and of course, you know, Chicago gets all the attention because it's so bad. And, you know, we, have, we had a, a mass shooting last night in Chicago, um, you know, right there smack in the middle of what a lot of a lot of tourists would be so it's gotten quite scary but we've also looked at, at the numbers in, in decatur and in rockford um and and uh things are bad there too it doesn't seem to be slowing down across the state so we're, we're highlighting the need for 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 you know actually letting the police be police right letting them actually do their work and, and take the handcuffs off of them and also we need you know stronger prosecution and stronger sentencing so we're highlighting that and, um, and of course, the big thing that I think it should be on everybody's mind as we get closer to the election is this Amendment 1. Nobody knows about it. Nobody's talking about it. But that's where uh, we would take the union powers, their, their bargaining powers, and I'm talking about the public sector unions. We would take their bargaining powers and put that in the Constitution, enshrine their powers in the Constitution, which would effectively mean we'd never, ever be able to, to, to like, lower property taxes, lower cost of government, because their you know their economic welfare would be protected in the constitution so that's one that we need everybody to become more aware of going forward why hasn't there been a stronger highlighting of that issue i think one one we're still a little bit far away we've started to to, to break this out and, and explain to people what it is um but two um <clears throat> two it's a complex issue it's confusing um you know we had some Republicans vote for for that amendment to, to be put on the ballot. So uh, there's going to be a, a lot of education that has to be done, a lot of explaining explaining of of why right now we in Illinois give way too much power to the public sector unions and very little power to the ordinary voters who pay for those unions. And it's going to take a while to just kind of break that out. Why we're so extreme in Illinois? Why we need to give back power to the people to the ordinary you know, Joe and Jane six pack? They're the ones that need the power and um, and how to keep that thing off the ballot. Well, you know, there's a there's a deep rabbit hole as to the question of why I often think about the map making process in the state of Illinois, which is really the bedrock that allows the majority party to continue to be able to uh, win elections uh, without 
really having to worry about a lot of consequences. But that's a whole other topic, and I need to talk to Change Illinois if I want to delve into that, I suppose. Right. Yeah, but we'd we'd be happy to come back on and just talk about the Amendment 1, because I think it it deserves... uh it deserves time, and, and people should know about it because it's going to be on the ballot, and people can choose choose it or not. And uh, they should be very aware of what it means, and, uh, and and they should be very wary as well. Is there a link on the WirePoints website anywhere that talks about that particular issue at this point? Yes. Yeah, so, so if you go into, into we have a, a sub menu. If you go to policy and find labor, uh, it'll be there un, un, under the labor tab. We've been talking about it a good bit. Well, we'll look forward to conversing with you about that in the near future. Ted Dabrowski, president of WirePoints, with us today. Ted, thanks for your time. Thank you, Will.